What's up, guys? Roy here, and you are listening to the Balanced Mail podcast series. In this episode today, I'm going to talk about stopping, pausing, resting. The power of it, how it has saved me in conversations, saved me in my relationships, saved me in work, saved me in my journey physically and just the power of it and it's something that i'm seeing as so simple in life but incredibly hard to keep in practice for me and something that i'm seeing hard societally if that's a word because i think that our society is really good at not stopping, keeping the machine moving, pausing to catch our breaths, go, 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 go. And I don't know why this is something that is so tough. Like, why can't we stop? Why can't we pause? Why is it so hard? You know, questions that I think about when I'm, when I'm, when I've been sitting with this thought of pausing and sitting with this idea of of stopping is first thing is like is this just a guy thing is this something that like men just can't do you know i I look back at at how i i observe like the 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 boys and when i was teaching the boys in my class and how just having them stop for a second to to look at directions or to calm down or something like that was like, it was the hardest thing for these kids to do. And I think, you know, boys in a lot of ways, we, we learn by doing, we don't like to, to sit for a second. You know, it's, it's tough. I think when I get a board game out or I get the Legos or I get anything, a project going, I just want to go. I don't want to sit, stop. I want to figure, we'll figure it out on the way. You know, I think about that as even when I'm on road trips, you know, let's just go. We just got to go. We got to get moving. Got to get moving. We can't stop. We'll figure it out on the way. All of that. And, and, And I know that I'm not the only one of us that thinks like this and feels this. But yeah, we got to keep going, keep moving forward. So is it a guy thing? Maybe. I don't know. Is it Amer? Is it an American thing? You know, I researched this idea of, of vacation and rest and pausing. And, and according to this research study in, I believe it was 2020, USA has the fewest paid days leave and second lowest paid vacation days in the world. So maybe it is an American thing, you know. We are constantly working. You know, we have the, the highest you know, weekly, hourly work of most of the world. It's always go, go, go. It's an American thing. And it's weird because, you know, you'll look at other, and I looked at other countries and I, you know, Spain, for instance, has siestas and every day they pause, you know, it's like a two hour dinner or something like that. Everything shuts down. And even for the, uh, for the Jewish religion, it's baked into their faith 
and their religion the idea of it's the Sabbath pausing or stopping. There's these words that they have that I think are really cool. And, you know, there's the manuha. And manuha is a Hebrew word. And it's the importance of rest, rejuvenation, enjoying the physical quality time. There's the Sabbat to stop. You know, you'll you'll notice in the origin story for <clears throat> Christianity and the Jewish faith, there is the God paused. He stopped after seven days. He rested. Um, and then there's the Nuach, and I, and that means to rest again. And I I I beg um, for forgiveness for if I'm mispronouncing these words, but you can see that this idea of rest, pausing, rejuvenation, all of it is important. It's foundational to these people. So maybe it is American. Maybe it's all of it. I don't know. But we can't stop. We won't stop. I mean, I've even... (laughs) It's even hard for me to stop as I'm recording this episode. And I'll let you guys know I've stopped five times to get going. But, I, I, you know, it's like this idea of once you get going, you can't stop. But personally, for me, it's been something that through through therapy and just observations is it is like the single most <laughs> the single most the single hardest thing that I can do in my life is to pause to rest any of that I don't want to ever stop you know my thoughts that come up are like I can't stop to stop is to die Um, if you're not growing, you're dying. And that came from the church mindset and the church system that I was in of like always needing to be doing something in time or in space, you know, the space and time. And what I mean by that is like daily, you're always having to do something, either it's reading the Bible, studying a book going somewhere, doing something, you just couldn't stop because things had to be moving. You had to move the movement. You know, this 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 movement of saving the world. And so so that sort of translated itself into this idea of like I've got to go. Go 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 go. And <laughs> You know, in my, there's this this moment in my life where I I really sort of got <laughs> I sort of got the the sort of signpost that said you really need to deal with this. Um, it's when I almost <laughs> not almost I lost my damn mind at a deli counter <laughs> in Whole Foods and. To sort of give you guys an idea of, of why, how, all of that, uh, grocery stores stress me out. I don't, I don't like, I don't necessarily like being in the grocery store much. Uh, I did work in a grocery store for nine years. Maybe that's what it, it, that's a part of it. But 
when I'm in a grocery store, I feel like I, I immediately feel like I've got to get in and I've got to get out. And there's all these people walking around. I feel like I'm always bumping into people or something and, and there's no space and, and, and time to think. And so that's sort of what, what starts to stress me out in a grocery store. And so, and, and it, it comes, it comes up, it does come up a lot sort of at checkout. You know, I have this way of, of wanting to put things on the counter for the cashier to scan so it can be bagged a certain way. And then you feel like, do you guys ever feel this way of just, you're just like claustrophobic when you're in the checkout line because there's people on one side of you, the other side of you, the cashier's trying to get you out. Um, there's people that are waiting and they're just trying to get out. It's just, I mean, it's, 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 it drives me crazy. But, but I was at this deli counter this one time, this was a couple years ago, and we were we were trying to get stuff for my lunches for the week. And, and I used to love to go to Whole Foods for lunches because they have these pre-made sort of dinners where you can buy like a protein and two sides. And I used to, to get those, and they'd be in these nice little plastic containers that I could just get, and I could, they were easy, get home, portion it out for the week, and I'd be good. But... Sometimes when you go, they just haven't had a time to catch up to people who bought them all, like me, who love it. And if they don't, then you have to go to the deli counter where they have a lot of the pre-made things. They're just not sort of packaged already. And it's just a li- it's not as easy because you have to ask, you have to think about how much of how do you want a pound or two pounds of chicken or like a p- half a pound of mashed potatoes? And it's just, it's so it just starts to like, it just, instead of being able to go and just grab and go, you're having to think. And so me being in my head of wanting to get out of the grocery store, me being in my head of trying to figure out what I need, you know, it just starts to ramp up my brain. And so so we, we, this one day I had to do that. I'm at the deli counter. And so the lady at the deli counter, not in a good mood. So she's not dealing with me in a good way or a way that, I, that was super helpful, you know. And then my wife is asking me questions about what I need, what I got to go. And so I, I just, I don't know. It, it all sort of started building up in me and building up in me and building up in me and building up with me. And I lost it. <laughs> I lost it in the grocery store just just snapped at my wife i snapped at the deli lady and we just we just had to walk away i had to go sit in the car and so all of this and as i was able to kind of like sit and look back and observe this because because that week oh yeah i definitely talked about it in therapy about how i lost my damn mind the whole foods and we were able to extrapolate this idea of like me needing space and time. And so that's where this idea of like the idea of pausing started because my therapist was like, well, what if you just, why didn't you just stop for a second? And I was like, oh yeah, why couldn't I stop? And, and for me, pausing is challenging if I feel like there's no space and time. If there's no space to think or no time to think, I freak out. And then 
And then when I freak out, that's where the damage damage comes in. He liked he equated it to this uh, this idea of like it's like an elephant or trying to control an elephant that's that's charging. And so my emotions and this mo- my mind can be like an elephant. And in these moments when I haven't paused and I haven't stopped, this elephant just ramps up and starts charging. And to try to to stop the elephant charging is damn near impossible. And so that's when I've been kind of like working on this this really idea of just just needing to incorporate pausing in my life. And what was really cool about all of this is is as I'm sort of being able to extrapolate the idea that I need to be pausing more I had gotten this job at a Quaker school. Now Quakers are rad individuals. It's an awesome faith. Uh, And for Quakers, a lot of what they believe is their foundation for their faith is that everyone has this inner light in them, and that inner light is God. And the way to get that light to shine or God to speak is through silence and pausing and if you ever go to uh, one of their worship services, it's called a meeting, a friends meeting. It'll just be silent, and everyone just gets a chance to just sit, and it'll start with usually a query or a thought that, that someone will read to the, the group, and they just get to sit and pause and think about it, and if they're moved to speak, they get to speak. And it's really cool to see how pausing and being silent, you kind of get to, to hear hear the spirit move or hear something in your your heart that you might not necessarily have gotten a chance to hear and and share with people and what and how we incorporated that into how we ran the school was whenever we would have meetings for business or or any kind of like uh professional development or stuff like that there was this rule that we had and this is a quaker rule i found out where if you're in a meeting and the person leading the meeting has shared something that he, they need feedback from or it's a question, you can't respond for three seconds. And then once, you, once someone responds, someone else can't respond for another three seconds. And there's this person that's sort of overseeing it. I think they're called the auditor, the auditor of the meeting or something like that. And they get to choose and the beginning of it is hard it's hard to pause i have the whole episode about being hard to pause but what you start to see is the conversation just starts to move a lot more fluidly there's a lot less reaction there's a lot less jumping in there's a lot less i don't know like negativity And so that's when I started to see, like, the power of pausing in conversations. Because there's there's four places for me that I think it's the hardest places for us to pause. It's conversations, our jobs, and working out physically. And so I'll start with the conversations. And so when we're pausing in these conversations, what tends to happen is we're not reacting 
we are able to act. We're able to listen. And when we're able to listen, we're sort of, we're able to get a better idea of what we're trying to say and we're hearing the other person, right? And I can think of thousands of arguments and fights that I've had with my wife or with people because I didn't pause. Because when we're in conversations, we're in arguments, we're in work meetings, we're wanting to, to either want people to think like us, we want to be right, and we want to talk about why we're right and why you need to listen to us. But in these conversations, when we're not pausing, all it's doing is grinding the gears, getting everyone fired up, and we're not able to think. And so the more that we're pausing in these conversations, the more we're listening. And when we're listening, we're able to focus. And we're able to see, we get to kind of like, I like to think about just like push through all that crap that's in our brains of, of ego-driven, just pride and just crap and see like, okay, what is it that we really need to be doing? What is it that I really need to be wanting to, wanting to say? And so... It's just been it's been such a practice for me to pause when my wife texts me. I try to pause before I answer. Because a lot of times our partners ask us things and we just automatically want to say yes, right? We automatically want to just okay, fine. <clears throat> but we don't pause to think about that. And and what I noticed about that with conversation and just the idea of saying yes is well, one I love to say yes. I don't want to say no. I have this uh this bleeding heart servant that lives inside me that just always wants to say yes. And when I haven't when I when I don't pause to really think about the ramifications of whatever it is I'm about to do. I notice that I put myself in situations that are not in my best interests. It'll be like maybe we're shoving too many things into our schedule and us as a family need to just, we start to just lose it because we haven't had time, right? We shove too much into our schedule or it's something that's not gonna be to the betterment of our life. We might overserve or overwork. Both of those things lead to us being overwhelmed. Look at that. Overserve, overwork, lead to overwhelmed. And then you're having to do so much cleanup and wasting of time. I don't want to say wasting of time because sometimes the cleanup is necessary, but it's less cleaning up. And you're putting, and when you're pausing, if I just took, or if we just take two seconds to just sit there and just say, uh, do I want to do that? Ah, okay, I don't see any problem with it. Sure, let's do it. You know, or if it's like, no, nah, I don't think that's the best way or the best thing for us to be doing, then in turn, we get to sort of save ourselves. You know, and then with work, like I'm saying, if we're not pausing and resting at work, we're, yeah, we're overworked. We're overworked as a freaking society. Look around. We are all stressed out to the freaking max we can't stop 
We got to make the money. We got to make the things. We got to get the stuff. We're not pausing. We're not resting. And, and that's what we need to do. We need to pause to rest and recover. You know, I think about one of the reasons that I got so, that I had to kind of stop teaching. It was this idea of, I hated homework. I hate homework. I hated giving homework. I hated doing homework as a kid. Homework to me is, God, it just, it sucks. It is terrible. And the reason I thought it was terrible was because, you know, when you're at school from eight to three, you're working hard, you're learning, you're stimulating your mind, you're doing all of it. And then you come home and there's two more hours of that that are taken from your time to rest, taken from your time from family. And what always happens is, I see, I saw this with, with my um, students, is that they would forget to do it, the parents would forget to talk about it, and then it would, be, would become this thing that they're shoving in right at dinner, right before dinner, and instead of having time to be with the, as a family or to rest or to just decompress from the day, they're ramping their brains up to 11, trying to finish this homework because it has to get done because if the homework isn't done, then you get punished or something's taken away, and then you go to bed, stress the fuck out. And I knew that that was happening and I knew that because that happened to me as a kid. I saw it happening to the students. And I was like, we don't need to do this. There is no reason for us to do this. Because if you're not having time to decompress, you're not going to come back rested, recovered, and ready to learn and work. Right? So I never gave homework. Unless it was absolutely necessary if a student was failing and they just needed practice. Or I would just relent and I would make these games for kids to play so they would play with their families and it was fun. But it's the same way with work. We take our work home. You know, as a teacher, we, I was constantly having to take work home, work on the weekends. And I'm not, I'm not having the ability to, to decompress or to, or to recover. And so I'm just as stressed out and the kids are stressed out. And it's just one giant stress soup, right? And so we have to find ways to, to, to wedge this pausing and recovering into our lives. And it might not look, it, we might not have the time in our days for four hours of, of just, I'm just going to sit, I'm just going to, to be, you know, it might just be we incorporate five minutes before and after work or 30 minutes before bed or just something for us to, to just to pause because our brains need it, our bodies need it, our heart needs it. And pausing is tough. It's tough for me to do. I was, I was been trying to like incorporate this pausing in my life, um, where I sit and I don't do anything. Um, and I started doing this. I went down to our beach for a little bit, and I was like, I'm gonna sit for 15 minutes. I'm not gonna try to do anything, or, or meditate or focus on anything. I'm just gonna just just stop, and just sit. And as I was sitting there, I noticed about five minutes in that I was mindlessly, <laughs> I was mindlessly building a fort with little sticks next to me. And I was like, what? When did this start happening? It was like, I, I just couldn't freaking stop. <laughs> it was the most challenging thing for me to do. And, and I've continued working on it and it, it's gotten better. And if there's one thing I think 
I'd like to share like as a takeaways. Yeah, try to incorporate 10, 15 minutes of just doing nothing. No music, no phone. Don't even like let your mind wander. Let your mind sort of go wherever it needs to go, but just sitting and pausing. Because it's a loud space for me to think. You know, it's allowed that time to rest and recover. I think one other reason for work is you kind of got to celebrate your week. Like that's why Friday happy hours are the best, right? You're celebrating your time to be done, (laughs) you know, celebrating the weekend, celebrating the time to rest. And so it's awesome. You know, I think with like working out and physically, it's really hard to pause. It's really hard to take those rest days, those recovers, the stretching. Because, you know, for me, I think the pausing and working out is tough is because I started later in life and I don't feel like I have as much time as a 20-year-old, you know. And so I find myself not wanting to have rest days or not being able to rest at all because I got to get it. I got to get it now, you know? And what always happens when we are not resting, working out, is our body gets overworked, and what ends up happening is injuries. And then that forces us to pause, and instead of enjoying a pause and being able to enjoy the fact that I worked out for four days this week and I feel great, you're like, man, I didn't stop, I didn't rest, I didn't recover, and here I am injured, and this sucks. So let's just freaking pause. <laughs> you know? Pause, rest. It's not wrong. It's needed in our lives. And to just review what I was saying, sort of the, the reasons why we, we need to pause is so... We pause to calm ourselves. We pause to allow ourselves a chance to just take a breath. I didn't talk about that first, but but I needed to I need to insert this in because it's important for me to, to kind of go back to the grocery store incident that I talked about. Is I was not I did not have a chance to to, to calm myself down in that moment in that deli counter. And in doing that, I attacked my wife with words that was not, not at all needed. Not at all the thing that I wanted to do. And I wasn't being able to breathe. And sometimes that second to pause to calm ourselves and to breathe is going to save ourselves from damage. You know, I think about this. There's this book that I used to read with my students called The City of Ember, and it's an amazing book series. There's four books. Um, actually, there's three and then a prequel. I didn't like the prequel, but the other three books are good. And in the, there's this quote where the, there's this, this father who he walked into his apartment and... The little boy is angry, and he didn't know that his son was angry. And his son, right as the father is walking in, the son takes this stapler, this, I forget what it was, and he just tosses it out of anger. And it, it narrowly misses 
the father, but it destroys the stapler or whatever it was. And the father talks to him, and he's like, you know, we got to be careful with our emotions, especially with anger, because anger is powerful, and if we're not careful, anger will start to take over us, and then our actions after it are not our actions, but anger's actions. And so like in the Whole Foods parking lot, or not parking lot, the Whole Foods deli counter, I wasn't calm, I wasn't breathing, I wasn't taking a second, and it wasn't Roy that was attacking my wife and this poor deli lady. It was my anger, and it could have stopped it with the pausing. So pausing allows us to calm ourselves and breathe, which in turn allows us to listen, right? And when we listen, we're able to focus on what we actually need to be saying or doing or the next steps. And then we can also pause to re- reset our brains, recover. And then we, we, we pause to celebrate. We gotta freaking celebrate, right? Celebrating is important. Celebrating is, is paramount to things. Celebrate little things in your life. Take a pause in a second. If you made it to a Friday with your family, right? The work week's over. Take a minute to just say right on. We are celebrating this. We did it. Or when something good happens in your life, take a pause to celebrate what just happened. You know, even if it's as small as you, you know, one time I just was so psyched that about something that happened in the workday, I just went and I bought myself a cappuccino. And I just sat for a second and was like, that was awesome what just happened. And it, the, the act of celebration adds to your life in so many ways. I think that we, 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 we forget, we forget how good we have it. Sometimes we forget what we have and pausing to celebrate, pausing to say you're grateful, pausing to, to just be in the space of, of, of love for what you have around you. Man, is important. And I know it's hard to see it. I'm, I struggle with that. I struggle seeing it, especially when things aren't going the way I am or I feel like I'm not doing my best or being my best or, or there's a lot happening or a lot of bills that needing to be paid. But I find that when I pause to celebrate and pause to see what I have, I find out that I have more than I thought have more maybe financially i have more space i have more time and it just calms me down on such a deep level that i'm able to just be myself and not the freaking elephant the elephant of anger so i hope you know as we as i'm wrapping this up that we all can find ways to pause in our life pause to to focus, pause to calm, pause to listen, pause to reset, recover, and lastly, pause to celebrate. Um, and last, the last thing I want to leave you with is, is the quote, because I used to, I had this quote up in my classroom. Um, it's from Ferris Bueller's Day Off, where 
He says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop to look around once in a while, you could miss it. So I hope that we don't miss anything. All right. So until next time, guys, remember, I'm just the channel. I ain't the source. <laughs> you guys be excellent to each other. And take a freaking pause in your life, all right? Okay, peace.